comedy mushroom cult podcast we're back at it late cast we don't need to do this every time that i feel like i've done this late but you know i've never given you guys a guaranteed day uh today's friday december 9th it is the first podcast of december hope everybody's feeling festive Uh, i'm living in a snow globe right now it was supposed to get like between two to five inches uh overnight but uh wisconsin is not your mother and uh we waited till the daytime hey yo yeah we got a snow dick joke right off the rip we're coming for you right for your neck i'm kind of practicing i have a hair in my mouth which is just absolutely tragic this there is there anything worse than having a hair in your mouth and then like it's not long enough to be a human hair it's not it could be one of my dog's hairs, but like it's just like a hair that doesn't fit anywhere. It's like, have you ever like <clears throat> had a significant other be out of town for too long, or like just something where like all of a sudden you'd have like a random stray hair on you? Like hairs don't just fall off all the time. Um, like you could work in a place where females were. It's you know they're allowed to have jobs too, and like all of a sudden there's just a hair that came from nowhere and you're like fuck where did this hair come from now i'm gonna have to deal with this and i feel like that every single time uh, i find like another little random stray hair but it's not even a person hair it can maybe be an animal hair but it's like a hair of unknown like origins is the word i was looking for and then you kind of panic for a second because you're like maybe rabies are on here or aids i don't know but uh, I found a hair in my mouth, and it's really sidetracked me off of whatever my opening was going to be. Oh, yikes. Um, okay, we got another month for that. Um, sorry, my bills are popping up. This is why you don't sign up for uh, subscriptions around the holiday times, is because you have random uh, money that you don't usually have, whether that's from family, Christmas bonuses, um something like that uh you can you just sign up for things on an annual basis that you should maybe do on a month-to-month basis because it'll be like hey it's cheaper to sign up for the full year it's only 110 dollars otherwise it's ten dollars a month and you're like yeah but i have ten dollars a month i don't always have a hundred dollars uh in one chunk on january 8th of every year but apparently that's in 30 days so uh they're warning me my my yoga site um, but no, it's a snow globe. <clears throat> uh, it has gone from grasping on the ground to uh, no grasping on the ground since I started this podcast. So in three minutes, so that's that's a good you know it's a good indicator of how the day is gonna go. It'll probably snow until like three, then they'll clean it up, and then it'll be fine. Just enough where it like won't fuck with anything really, um, but it'll be annoying for the whole day. Uh, but December. The month that Jesus was born in, apparently, just so we can steal the holidays from the pagans, um, who seem to be very nice people, uh, didn't really, I mean, we're not going to go on a pagan rant, um, like we did for our, for our chosen few, uh, a while back, but the pagans seem pretty cool, um, Dionysus seems super cool, I don't know if he was Greek or if he was pagan or whatnot, but, uh, if you read enough books, him and Jesus, pretty much the same guy, 
Uh, so I don't know what the Christians have against Dionysus and all of the old religions. They they steal a lot of the super cool stuff from them, like the water into wine thing. That wasn't Jesus. Uh, that was Dionysus, and they were like, well, this is the super. This guy rules. Uh, so we need to make our guy like a lot like him. Because you know who's boring at every party? It's just the wound-up Christian lady. What you need is, like, the cool Christian uncle who's like, I don't do that, but, like, you guys do, and that's cool. Let's make sure that you do it in moderation and that you're safe. That's what they turn Jesus into. Jesus is not somebody who's supposed to teach you morals or is there for you to live. Like, you're not supposed to be a virgin your whole life like Jesus allegedly was. You, you're you supposed to have fun, but he's supposed to be, like, the trip-sitter. That's what Jesus is. Jesus is the trip-sitter. Name of the podcast, I'll forget by the end of the podcast. There we go. Drinking Brazilian coffee today. Uh, I drink coffee from countries that Drake shouts out the women that he's had sex with. <laughs> A lot of Brazilian coffees. Uh, shout out Tom Brady's ex, who's more famous than him, but still gets called Tom Brady's ex, Giselle Bunchin. Um, shout out her, she's from Brazil. Uh, one of the best lines in modern movie history from, I think that's Fast Five, where they're in Brazil. And uh, Vin Diesel just goes, this is Brazil. Great line. Um, but no, love it. It's a good day. Uh, it's been a good week and a half or so. The biggest reason I delayed this podcast is I was waiting for some big news uh, from a festival that I really wanted to get into, uh, but I did not get into. So I wanted to do like a victory lap podcast of like all the cool shit that's been happening the last month of the year um, to kind of just round out the into the next into the new year. Um, and I mean, there's still time. Like, there's going to be more podcasts before the end of the year. I'm not going to do a year in review. I just wanted to do a last couple weeks in review, because uh, a lot of cool shit's coming up, you know? Um, a lot of cool stuff's starting to happen, and it's it's been... In my past, I've been very braggadocious and been very upfront and very, like, aggressive uh, with how happy I am about things happening in my life, um, where here lately, I'm trying to state it as more of a fact, Um because, like, cool shit happens, and if you work hard, um, or harder than others, I mean, not even, like, that hard. Like, I mean, if you just try, if you really just try, instead of just trying to be cool, like, cool shit can happen. Like, just be earnest about what you want, and then state what happens because of it. There's nothing wrong with sharing your victories. There's so many losses, you know? There's so many things, they want you to never forget the losses, like 9-11, that was a big L for the U.S., we've won a lot since then, I mean, maybe not, actually, maybe this is a bad example, we have not won a lot since 9-11, but, like, they always want you to remember the bad things, and not, like, talk about the good things, very, like, I don't know, it's a very, just kind of, Protestant kind of, oh, you can't really talk about the cool shit that you've done. Just very subdued. Like, no, talk about the cool shit. Hype yourself up. You're doing a lot of cool shit. Like, I got into this Kenan Thompson's uh, comedy experience, which it seems like almost everybody in the... We live in Wisconsin, or I live in Wisconsin. Uh, no shade at the rest of the Wisconsin comedy scene of any sort. But, like, if 15 people are on the show, 
there's probably 15 to 20 actual decent uh, comedians worth showcasing in Wisconsin. Um, I don't know. Make a list. Start writing it. If you get to 15 before your name comes up, that's exactly who I'm talking about. Um, <clears throat> but it was still cool. Like, I, so many people were just like, oh, it's not, like, whatever. It's not going to be a real thing. Maybe it's not a real thing. Maybe it is a real thing. Like, that'd be super cool if it turned into, like, a real opportunity. I'm excited for it to get a decent clip, um, meet some producers, just kind of network, figure stuff out, um, get to, like, next steps of things. Because I don't know if my brand of comedy is quite uh, Keenan Thompson's ultimate comedy experience brand of comedy, especially in three minutes. Uh this bitch talks on a microphone by himself for 30-ish minutes a week just to 15 to 20 people. Uh, just, you know, because it's it's just good for his soul to get some stuff off of his chest. Uh, but three minutes, I have to find three minutes worth of jokes. Um, I haven't done three mi- just a three-minute segment in a while. I did... I have a joke that's three minutes long. It's my Mr. Christ, if you're nasty joke. Um, sorry to just give away the punchline. If you're listening to this, you've probably heard it. If you haven't, come to a show. What the fuck's wrong with you? But it's a little aggressive to come right off the rip. Like, it's a lot to follow uh, right away. It's a very good joke, but you already have to, like, kind of be in on my cadence and all that. But whatever. So I got into that. Um... I was kind of talking some shit about it before I had to delete it off the social medias before I uh, accepted it. Um, It seems like a lot of people did that as well. A lot of people who said that they weren't going to do it, but then saw other people doing it and they were like, well, I guess I'll do it too. Um, That's what, that's kind of been one of my favorite things of uh, the last few months is just people being like, ah, I don't even want this. And then they get the opportunity and they're like, I've always wanted this, which I do. Um, but I'm at least up front and being like, you know what? Because the whole thing with the Keenan Thompson experience is you saw a bunch of people apply for it. Then they sent out an email of like, hey, you're in the running for this. Now you have to put a video online, blah, blah, blah. So a bunch of people were like, oh, I'm in the Keenan Thompson thing. And then they had to send like another follow-up email of like, hey, you're not actually in the thing. You're in the process of the thing. So you saw a bunch of people shit on it um, and get mad about it. Instead of just being like, hey, we took a shot at something that we really wanted. We saw the email. We got. We thought we got it. We got our hopes up. And then all of a sudden they sent another one to undercut you. And make you feel like, oh shit, I didn't really get it. I felt really foolish for actually saying that I wanted something and being excited. And then you see like that comedian cool guy thing of like just shitting on it instantly. So, I mean, I kind of did that. I mean, I applied for it. I didn't shy away from applying for it. Um, And then I saw other people who were getting it. And I was like, all right, well, then this is a sham. And then I got (laughs) invited to it. And I was like, well, then it must be real. Um, But no, it's going to be cool. And I saw other people kind of do that same thing. And it's... People that I like I like and respect are like, oh, this seems like a waste of time. It's like, well, you've done more for less shit for, like, open mic scenes. Like, this is, like, even if it's not a full 100% legit shot, it's a shot of some short, some sort, and you should take it and not be too cool for it. Like, you do comedy in Wisconsin. Any shot to get out of Wisconsin, you should take. There's nothing wrong. I like Wisconsin. I love living in Wisconsin, but center of entertainment it is not like cool you can get in at the improv you can get in at skyline you can get in at comedy on state those are three clubs there's 52 weeks in a year what are you gonna do with the other 49 weeks if you really want to do comedy 
You need to be uncool. You need to sell out a little bit. You need to send shit out there. That's why if I don't even really like you and I see you <clears throat> like sending clips and sending stuff to people that I know, I will give, yeah, I will say, hey, I've seen them do well. I'm not going to say any, like, maybe I don't like you and I don't like your brand of comedy. Maybe you've kind of been rude to me in the past, but do you know what? You're actually trying and there's enough room for all of us out here. And especially if you said something nice to me two days before and then it pops up and I can maybe move the needle on you a little bit, then great. You know, like that's what I, that's what we got to do to help. But no, so I got into that. Uh, it's pretty exciting. It's this Sunday. Um, I've heard some pretty good things about it so far from people who have done it. Um, hopefully something comes from it. Like, I don't want to cool guy it and be like, I don't want to win Keenan Thompson's ultimate comedy experience because I would love to win that. Uh, I think there is nothing funnier than the idea. Cause like what happens when you win is, uh, or if you win, is like you go get to do a show at Caroline's, which I don't know how that works now because they're not renewing their lease next year. Um, but you also get to hang out and go watch SNL, which I'm not a fan of. I'm not a, like, I don't care about SNL. Um, and I respect Keenan Thompson. He's been famous my entire life. That's super cool. Uh, Good Burger was hilarious when I was 11. Um, all that was amazing when I was that age. I don't think he's unfunny on SNL. I just don't watch SNL. It's not my brand of comedy. Um, I understand why people like it. It's safe. Uh, it's not going to rattle too many cages, but it's still going to like feel like you're rattling cages. You know, like it's almost like th shooting spitballs uh, when there's a substitute teacher. Like you're going to like still get like your hand slapped or be like, hey, don't do that. Um, they'll leave a note for the regular teacher. But, like, there's not really anything that they can actually do. That's what SNL is, is a substitute teacher of comedy. Um, there's It's low risk. There's no stakes involved at all. Because if it sucks, there's another one next week, and it, they can hide behind being SNL. So, like, you win, you get to go hang out with Keenan Thompson at SNL, which would just, you know... That would be one of the most hilarious moments of my life because I'm not great at networking. I'm not great at small talk. I'm not great at like integrating into groups of people very well. Um, and something that I need to work on and something I need to get better at, maybe, if I really even want to. Um, I'm more comfortable with the people I'm comfortable with. I'm more comfortable in front of us, like, me being on stage in front of like a million people is more comfortable than me like trying to have small talk with people. So I just think it would be hilarious to just be like hanging out with Keenan Thompson at <laughs> taping of SNL and then going to like after parties and people will be like, so you won the thing. And I'll be like, yeah, you guys want to talk about mushrooms or like Dave Grohl's autobiography? Like, I don't like. Oh, what do you got working? I don't know. I just do podcasts, and I do comedy. I'm not trying to write for SNL. I don't want to be on The Daily Show. I don't want to, like... I'm not trying to get Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez reelected. I'm just trying to make money with my stupid words. And eat some fucking comedy club chicken salad. Mm-mm-mm. <clears throat> but no, that'd be fun. Uh, but I'm really excited for it. But I, I'm really excited to maybe meet, like, some other, like, producers. And, um, God forbid, somebody there wants to, like, manage somebody or be an agent for somebody. And then they can do all the work to get me booked. And then that way, all I have to do is give them some of my money. And then I work regularly as a comic. That'd be awesome. But I have to figure out three minutes. I'm not, like, I tried to prepare. And then it was, like, it just, 
isn't going to work. So I'll just like panic and freak out uh, the entire week. Not probably not even. I'm not even nervous about it right now. I'll wake up on Sunday, um, and then I'll be like, "Fuck! I should have prepared better." Even though I've been doing mics all week, I'm gonna be hopefully doing a guest spot tonight at the Improv. Like I've been, I've been working here lately. Like I've been putting my nose back to the grindstone. Um, it's that like, luck is when hard work meets opportunity. I'm just like, getting into the groove, ready to go, working ironing out new jokes that are going really well so far um and hopefully just like rolling with it you know but uh i need to think of a three minute chunk i don't know if i have three minutes of comedy like of a a chunk that's keenan's like i'm just gonna end up having to do the shit that i like to do and then hopefully it works and keenan thompson's like you know what we need somebody who's not really edgy but like appears to be edgy just a white dude who's telling it as it is that's what Keenan Thompson is looking for in his ultimate comedy experience in 2022 slash 2023. It's just a white dude. Um, but no, the other thing I was waiting on, I, was, I applied to the Alaska Before You Die Festival, uh, which is something that like I really want to do because uh, it'd be cool to go to Alaska. It'd be even better to do it for comedy where I could write it off on my taxes uh, since I keep track of how much money I make during comedy and I'm going to file as a comedian this year because you know what? Fuck it. Right. I mean, I spend more money on it than I make, so it can't really hurt. Um, but it's good to get used to doing that and be on the radar with that. And, uh, I get 1099 from clubs. No mean, I don't mean to brag by any means. Uh, in the little amount of money I get, I get like a pity 1099. So I should file. Um, because, as you can, I love paying taxes. Uh, I love Joe Biden. I wish I could pay more taxes, especially for thoughts that I have and I make very little money on. I wish I could spend more money uh, off for doing that. But uh, I think it could only help my case uh, on getting a bigger tax refund. But I, uh, I didn't get into the Alaska Before You Die Festival. I was kind of waiting. Like, it was supposed to come Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, they followed everybody on social media, which, again, got got my hopes up. And then when it came out that I didn't get in, it was just like, or it, I was actually legitimately bummed. Uh, but it worked for the Keenan Thompson thing, where I was just like, you know, this seems like a scam. I didn't even want to get into it. And then a few days later, they email me and ask me if I want to be a part of it. That's what I'm hoping for, because I'm on the short list. Uh, so hopefully somebody like drops out or like applied, but really couldn't make it, um, got some other reason. Cause like I would drop everything for that. It would be happening over my birthday week. Um, so that'd be super cool to be where the Northern lights live, uh, in Alaska where like polar, I don't know very much about Alaska. I know it's a legal weed state. Uh, they said that in the application process. So that's good for me. I was thinking of like, how am I going to sleep there? Uh, how am I going to, I'm going to have to learn how to smuggle weed onto a plane. Uh, but people like say that like they're whatever. So I'm not trying to do that, but it's legal there. Um, I was like, I'm going to have to learn how to, or I'm going to have to figure out how to get money to get a flight out there. Cause it can't be cheap to fly to Alaska. Um, just for a festival, which I'm not a super big festival person, unless it's in, like, Akron, where I can use it as a reason to go home. <laughs> but, like, uh, I don't know. It would have been cool. It would have been fun to go to Alaska. It would have been fun to tell jokes uh, in Alaska. And, like, if you keep track of where you're going to do comedy, uh, it's a good one. 
oof. Um, coffee's hitting my belly. So we might have to do what we've never done here uh, and take a break and come back. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that. So I don't know. Uh, it probably won't seem like anything to you. Uh, you'll hear that noise that I'm pausing the camera that I haven't used for anything really. Uh, but my hair looks super cool. I'm kind of going through like a Paul McCartney long hair phase. Uh, but really, uh, maybe about to put my pants. So what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to go take care of that. Um, it'll seem like nothing to you. I might do some cute like waiting hold music in here, but I'm going to have to edit that in afterwards. We're pulling the curtains back. Uh, but we'll see. So give me, uh, it'll probably be zero time in your world, but I'm talking to myself about this. BRB. Okay, we are back. Uh, we got the demons out of us. Uh, like a fat person who can't fit into some pants. We had too much waste. I don't know. We're not going to turn the camera back on. Who gives a fuck? Uh, all right. So we're back from that. That was a problem. Uh, thank you for your patience. Jesus Christ, it has snowed four inches since I went to the bathroom and came back. Maybe not four inches, but like a lot. Um... Cool. That only throws some... Good thing the only place I really have to be today is five minutes away from my house. Alright. Um, so we're not going to do a whole new... I don't know. It's one of those things where like you realize halfway through a thing that it might be boring. So like if you made it to this part of the podcast, uh, congratulations. You made it through a very boring podcast about me talking about things that I want. Um, which I guess that's like part of the thing. Uh, but update over the last 10 minutes of my life, uh, took an emergency poop. Uh, again, thank you for your patience. Uh, hopefully it wasn't too inconvenient for you. Um, and then I got more coffee, which could we make coffee, uh, pots that don't spill everywhere when you're trying to fill a cup faster than the speed of molasses? That'd be cool. Cause every time I try to pour, I work at a coffee shop. Prof I work with coffee professionally, which is not something that you should really brag about. Um, but I, when I pour coffee at home, I always spill some because it comes out of the spout too fast. Like we need a wide spout. They need to make when you go to a diner that never happens. Like it never just comes out of the spout too quickly because the carafe is made to be poured that quickly. Normalize putting those in homes. So I had to clean up coffee off the ground. Um, I took a picture of myself because I'm starting to look like Paul McCartney, like I said before the break there. Um, but like around this time last year, I decided that's the look that I wanted uh, when the Beatles documentary came out. Maybe it was two years ago. Um, but I'm going to post the pictures. It's getting pretty close. And I was thinking about getting a haircut soon. Uh, now that I saw that, we're just going to ride this Paul McCartney look into the rocks uh, because I am hot, guys. Uh, and I'm not going to cut the hair. Fuck it. I finally got a good conditioner. Starting to get a good flow going. It's maybe breaking out of that awkward middle phase into like just a glorious uh, mid-length kind of I look rich, but I'm trying to look poor, but I'm actually poor haircut. 
where exactly where Paul McCartney was and the Beatles were uh, during the filming of Get Back, uh, where they spent all their money on um, the Apple Music company. They weren't making very much money, so they had to scrounge together cash. And I'm sure they were still, like, by other means wealthy, but they were scraping that money together uh, just to get recording time so they could put good music out. That's where I'm at. Like, the ability for me to make money is out there. I'm just choosing not to because of my artistic integrity. Uh, and my look mirrors that. Now, can I trim up my beard a little bit? Sure. I'm sure that would be great for everybody involved in my life. Um, do I look like I have Farrah Fawcett hair when I put my hat on for work? Yeah. All of these are valid. Um, am I one of the songbirds of the last 100? I am not. I'm not Paul McCartney. I like to think that we would get along. Um, everything that I've heard from him seems like we would. Um, we've gone over this before of like thinking he's not cool, but realizing he's the coolest one because he's willing to, to dumb it down a little bit for everybody just to make a bunch of money and then still make brilliant shit. That's the, that's where brilliant commercialized art comes from. And yes, do we need people who don't care about commercialization and don't care about their bills getting paid? Yeah, obviously. But I don't have rich parents like those people do to pay my bills. Um, yeah, my grandpa's got some money, but I don't get to see that. And even if I do, like, fine. I've earned it. <laughs> I've earned his money by him being rich. No, um, it would just be, I want independent money. I haven't used his money. I mean, he helped me get it. Whatever. I'm not going to qualify having a rich grandfather who I didn't like and tried to do everything I could not to use his money. But now that he's dead and I don't have access to the money, it kind of pisses me off. I would rather have access to the money now than when he was alive when I could have used it. All right? So get off my ass. Um, but no, we're going we're getting into a pretty creative phase. Um, we're leaning hardcore into this shit. Um... But it's it's exciting times, is basically the whole point of this podcast. Baker Mayfield is back. Uh, he is on the LA Rams. I've been having a lot of dreams about Los Angeles lately uh, since I've been there. I don't want to live in LA, um, but it seems like if Baker does well in LA, we might have to jump straight into being a Rams fan, uh, move to like Van Nuys or something, and... Uh, or Inglewood, you know, where the Rams play at, and just kind of lean head first into, I've always been an LA person, especially with my long hair flow, if I lost like another 20, 30 pounds, like I would if I lived in LA, because I couldn't afford the food out there, and it's hot, and I'd sweat everything out of me, I think we might be in a pretty good spot, I might pick up the base again, Paul McCartney lifestyle, which might be the new name of the podcast, versus the other one that I forgot, and I'm not going to go back and listen to it, Oh, something about Jesus. Uh, Jesus is the trip sitter. You know, both great titles. Might have two titles on this one. But whatever. So, um, I don't know. If you're doing cool shit, keep doing cool shit. There's nothing wrong with it. Talk about it. Tell other people so they know that cool shit is possible. The only thing that's stopping you is you. And maybe, depending on where you live, like redlining, uh, gerrymandering, systemic racism, all of those things. But other than that, the only thing that's stopping you is you. Uh, but keep it rolling. But uh, this is enough time of me talking. Um, been working on this far too long. 
Um, I know it's only like a half hour in your world, but it's been about 45 minutes. And my, I got I got a new microphone for my phone for videos, and I've been fucking with that. Um, getting everything set up here. I don't really have much to actually talk about uh, today, so thank you for listening. Uh, even if you just downloaded it, thank you. Um, I appreciate people being in my DMs and telling me uh, that this is fun, that they like my comedy. Uh, what I would like even more is if you shared it, any of my comedy, any of my clips. I don't need laugh emojis in my uh, mailbox. I shared it because I know it's good. Uh, what I would need a lot more is if you could share it. Sure, it's maybe not like, oh, this is something I want people to exactly think that I think is funny. I get that, but that's why it's good, is because I'm taking those things and making them relatable and making them funny. It's called branding. No, I'm just, uh, It's just what I like to do. Share it. Any of it. You don't have to share this podcast. This could be our like little secret thing. That's fine. I don't even share it that often, because whatever. It's fun. But share my stand-up stuff. It's... It's good for you. It do, It's literally free. I tried to pay you guys last week. Nobody did it. Um, so if you could just share any... I have a whole bunch of clips on my Instagram. So if you see this on Facebook, follow me on Instagram. Share the reels. They're fun. I don't need it. I don't need you in my... Yes, I do need you in my DMs telling me that I'm talented and that I'm doing a good job and that, like, yes, you love stand-up, so you telling me that my stand-up is good means something. I've heard it from more important people than you. Uh, I don't mean to demean uh, your opinion of stand-up, but yes, I know I'm good. Uh, what I could really do, uh, other than you telling me that I'm good, is you telling your friends that I'm good. Uh, that'd be super cool for me. Um, and it costs you nothing. Sure, maybe they don't like it, and then they're like, uh, I don't know why you like this, and you have to like put yourself out there and be vulnerable for like a little bit in your life. But hey... You have children. I'm sure you show them unconditional love. Treat my comedy like your children, okay? Because that's what I do. I foster it. I make sure it's good. When I take it into the world and it misbehaves, I take it. I, I don't do anything about it publicly, but when I get home, I beat the shit out of it, all right? That's how I, that's how my comedy. I break it down, make sure it knows it isn't shit, and then I keep it moving. But all right, that's enough for the Comedy and Mushroom Cult podcast uh, for this week. Um, since it's the first podcast, uh, uh, Roberts.com at Roberts. shout out to the guy at Trader Joe's who made me give him my website when I was just going through the line. He's like, I love comedy, uh, so give me your stuff. I want to check it out. So I just gave him my website. Whether or not he did it, uh, I don't know. He had a tattoo of a mushroom on his uh, wrist. Uh, he had a tie-dye shirt on, had long hair. I bet you we'd super get along. He was a little chatty uh, to be a cashier for my taste, uh, but I'm sure he's super cool. I hope he likes my comedy. Um, maybe he's onto this. So shout out you, uh, mushroom guy at Trader Joe's. But who is RayRoberts.com at who is Ray Roberts on everything? Um, song for this week. It's December, guys. All right. I'm not gonna pretend that I don't love this song. Why? Why is this going? Uh oh. Technical issues. Stop playing. I'm going to have to start. I'm going to have to get back in here and find it again. See, you guys have been very patient with this episode. I could, I could edit this part out. But here's the thing. We're being full disclosure. Full disclosure podcast. We're not doing it. All right. The song. Often shit on. Everybody loves the song. 
All right? It's another thing. You're not cool for shitting on this song. It's a fucking bop. It's a banger. It's the best holiday song made in the last 2,000 years. Uh, give it up for Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Yeah. Uh-huh. 